Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. And, of course, you can uh, phone in with any of your questions or comments. The number is 356-9397. Or you can even text it to us at 351-5357. Five seven. We have plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And John Weisgarber <sighs> is uh, helping someone out right now who had a really interesting-looking leaf that he said looked like heat stress. Yeah. And I wouldn't have, because I expect heat stress to start showing up on the tips of the leaves. Uh. But then this one in particular had started... Like, like all around it was green, uh-huh. but it was the center part that was uh-huh. turning brown. Yeah, yeah. And then another had spots on it. I don't know uh, if that was disease or if that was also stress-related. It could be a stressed-out plant that was susceptible to uh, fungal issues or something, because that's, sometimes a lot of those things are secondary issues from stress. Yeah. So. And a lot of plants stressed right now. Oh, uh, I don't think there's any that aren't. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was going to say, if they're anything like my yard. <laughs> uh, because, uh, yeah, we, we, we had so many beautiful flowers for a very short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we didn't water because we were hoping it would rain so we wouldn't have to water. Yes. My theory is never take a chance. Out. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're learning that. That's a good theory. It, it, it seems wasteful, but you know what? It isn't because, you know, the, the weather is just a forecast and it, it might happen. And sometimes it just doesn't. I've watched a uh, radar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How many, how many weather apps do I have on my phone? So, you know, I watch... <laughs> Um, a radar and gosh there's this big storm coming at us and there's just no way we're not going to get rain and but you know but it just kind of falls apart and goes yes, away so. right or you just get a, a little sprinkling yeah enough. just enough to get your car dirty <laughs> <laughs> there you go especially if you have like a, a hot red convertible Oh yeah, uh, I I would. Do you know anybody with a hot red convertible? Oh wait, you have a convertible. <laughs> it's a black. Oh, it's a black. <laughs> but you were close. It's all right. It's convertible. Close enough. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it still made her car dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did finally get a, a nice rain just a few days ago, wasn't it? Day before. Day yeah. before yesterday. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes. Th- Thursday evening, I believe it was afternoon, late afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I had an inch at home. Um. I, I'm not sure what we had here because uh, uh, it's you know West Champagne, so it can be different than East Champagne or Easter Banner or you know it's it's really amazing how uh, localized that kind of phenomena is. Yes. Yeah, but it it really is um, radically different sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've had neighbors like a friends uh, gardening friends three blocks away from me say, "Well, I only got a quarter of an inch." And I said, "Well, I had three quarters of an <gasps> inch." You know, that's that kind of phenomena. That's, yeah. Very, very common around here. Big so, difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. Huh. Absolutely. Well, does. hopefully we'll get another another good rain soaking tonight. Maybe. It's in the forecast. Wouldn't that anyway. be nice? I got to tell you, nice. this morning is beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it my gosh. It certainly wasn't it nice oh to my. wake up to cool temperatures. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like. You could step out into your garden and not immediately start sweating. Yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Just change because the dew point is lower. Yep. 
right? Yep, all of it. I know. So, but I don't know if the ground is really workable at this point. Is it still too wet? It, it's a little wet unless you have a really well-drained area or um, like Steve was always promoting, had that tarp out to cover up the place you wanted to garden. I was going to suggest that, yeah, or the tarp. <laughs> I'm learning about the tarp. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Never be without a tarp. So, yeah, I... Um, was kind of investigating that yesterday in my yard, pulling weeds and stuff just to see if it was coming out in the club. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, weeds are coming out pretty well, but because uh, the it's, the ground softened up because of the rain. But probably today it'll be fine for digging. Probably. Good. It's a lot of lot of evaporation in this kind of sunny weather. Uh, weeding is number one on my must-do list. Yeah. So. Is that what you've been doing in your garden? Uh, no. Oh. I've been putting it off oh. because it's been so icky out. You, you, so so what you've been doing in your garden is putting off doing anything I've in your garden. I've been staring at my garden that has been overgrown with weeds, and it just makes me cringe. And I'm glad that finally the humidity has broken, and it's not as they bad. Can get out there and get something. And now I'm going to get out there and do some of it. It's, yeah. Uh, boy, these last several days have been miserable. I mean, really miserable. Yes. And, oh. and surprising for uh, this early in the summer, although technically it's still spring. Yeah. It feels more, it's felt more like August. Yeah, or it has. So. Joining us is why John Weisgarver. Mr. Weisgarver, welcome to the party. Good morning. I'm glad morning. to be here. I was uh, telling Marianne about the, the client who came in and showed you those leaves, yep. and you said they were probably stress-related, and I found it so interesting that normally I would expect it to happen on the edges of the leaves, yeah. but this one, the edges were fine. They were nice and green. It was the center that was turning all nasty and brown. Yeah. And... Uh, Brutal, brutal heat. Yeah. I, I had that happen to hosta leaves. Um, hmm. uh, one side of my yard still has some shade. Yay! But, you know, there's these little places where the sun comes in. And that was enough. It only took maybe this one hour, maybe if it's even an hour of direct sun, to just, it's just like a, a huge blotch in the center of the leaf. Oh. It's just, it's... It's just brown. I'm, it, it didn't start out brown, of course, but it was really interesting to see this this phenomena, and it's because of the heat, and probably because the plants weren't hydrated enough in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's huge, and I was just talking with them uh, about it's it's actually grape grapevines, and oh, established well, plants, even established plants. Uh, remember a few weeks ago how dry it was? Yeah. And we had no rain. And then when we turn into that really super hot, you know, the plants, you're mm -hmm. thinking, oh, these plants have been here for, you know, 15 years and I don't have to water it. Well, yeah. well, even when we have no rain like we had a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Because this is the week we had all the rain. And just a couple of weeks before that, we were having snow. <laughs> That's so. true. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we, we, we just don't think about the... The, yeah, I've had this plant and it's doing fine, but even even the older plants can be stressed from oh. lack of moisture. I, John, I think I don't think there's any plants that aren't stressed. Yeah. I mean, even mature trees, older trees, they're they're just all in shock because of the intenseness of what's going on right now. So. Yeah. I'm, so I'm shocked. It's, <laughs> well, it, it's kind of got us caught us off guard a little bit. Yes. Really. I I think that's exactly it. Because it's just been such a strange spring, 
you never know what what it, what a weekend is going to throw at us. Exactly, snow or yeah, really <laughs> hot temperatures. Yeah, are you kidding me? It was you know three or four weeks ago it was snowing and now it's ninety degrees every day. Yes. <laughs> But today we finally get to wake up to, it was uh, 56 when I woke up at 5.30. That Isn't that great. fabulous? It was it's just incredible. It was such a relief. Yeah. <laughs> I said, thank you, Lord, for the so, break. Oh, do I need to put a jacket on to go outside? <laughs> I know, uh. right? <laughs> I might have packed those away. No. So... Uh, plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. We really haven't had a chance yet to cover any of the uh, special deals that you have going on this week. So, John, do you want to go ahead and kind of run down the list of what folks can look forward to? I can do that. Oh, sorry, John. I just had to. I just had to have. I just had to have have, have Marianne, my list. A cheat sheet. I had to have my list. Marianne, we gave you a cheat sheet. You I don't know. have to steal John's. I didn't steal John's. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I don't know. So hey, it, John. the coolest, the coolest thing, uh, you know, we have these really incredible calibricoas, million bells, as we we call them annuals and petunias. We just have an incredible selection of all different colors, and so it's the four and a half inch pot that's regularly on sale for four ninety nine, regular price four ninety nine. So you purchase two, you get the third one for a penny. Oh, nice. That's a deal. It is a deal. That's a great deal. Yeah. And those are just so great to pop in, you know, your containers. You can put them in the ground. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, also, we have uh, a container already planted, 12-inch pot. Uh, mostly, it's uh, petunias and callies. Uh, it's twenty nine ninety nine, but on sale for nineteen ninety seven. Oh, wow. Another so, idea. you know, it's yeah. just an instant... Buy this, set it out, and I've got a pop of color. And you're done. I kind of like that, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and I just learned something. You, when you say Cali, you mean Calibracoa. Calibracoa. Here, for, uh, I was always thinking that it was a calla lily. Calla lily. Like a short, uh-huh. shortened term for calla lily. Those are actually Xantodesias. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Vroom, right over my head. <laughs> no. So Callie's, Calabrochia. Cal- and, that's, uh, that's good. That's, that's close. That's, that's good. Yeah. Brachia. Brachoa. Yeah. I don't know. Moving right along. Calabrochoa. <laughs> Calabrochoa. So you. we have these really cool flats, uh, six-pack annuals. They're super big in the, in the, in the flats. Uh, so a six-pack would be $1.98 each. Wow. Or there's six six-packs. In a flat for eleven eighty eight. Nice. Yeah, that's a great deal. That's great. I just got some of those. I needed a whole bunch of an annual to to kind of group and mass in an in an area that. How could I have any bare areas in my garden? I don't know, but I did. Uh huh. Well, yeah, of course so, you did. And what so. what kind of an area should we plant these in? Do they want full sun? Well, we have sun and shade. shade. We have both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's something great. for everyone. Nice. Yep. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Marianne, you have heucheras. Heuchera, heuchera, heuchera. It's, uh, man, what a great perennial. It really does well in shade, too. Some of them even do okay in pretty much sun. But they're a nice transitional plant. They do great with hosta. That's a nice companion plant for hosta or ferns. Um, the leaf color, it's what I'm always telling people when they work with and design in a garden. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, perennials don't really flower all summer. So if you want to plant perennials, 
and want color all the time, think about foliage color. And boy, I'll tell you why. Hucrus mm. have every color under the sun. Really? Oh, they're it's just, just incredible. They're just phenomenal. Just I just incredible. love that, that. Yeah, they have a flower, but, you know, their foliage is really the the main thing about them. That's really the star, yeah. 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 Okay. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go to the phone lines where we have Judy standing by. Good morning, Judy. How are you? I'm fine. It's a beautiful day. You can't uh, can't deny it. Boy, that's true. It is fabulous. <laughs> How can we help you out this morning? Well, I have uh, two problems, and I'm I'm very sad. I have a beautiful Chanticleer pear. That's the showpiece of my front yard. Um, I've had it for eight years. It has bloomed. It bloomed a month ago. Um, it was exquisite. Um, and now it has black leaves um, all over the place, and it's uh, I, I'm just sick because I've had some people look at it and they say it's fire blight, and uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone who thinks it's possible to save this tree. Um, and I'm I'm just calling to see whether what your thoughts are on it. That's really a shame because those are really lovely trees. Um, oh. They seem to be a little um, susceptible to things like that. But uh, it's it's uh, just for people who don't know, that's an ornamental pear, flowering uh, pear. Right. Uh, really beautiful trees. They're very narrow and upright, um, large. But when they're in bloom, it's just stunning, really beautiful. But if it is fire blight, hun, um, that's a bacterial infection, and, and there's not a lot that can be done for it. Um, yeah. I think there are, um, well, like in humans, when you, there's a bacterial infection, we use streptomyosins and things. There's an agricultural streptomyosin. I don't know if it's available to um, uh, landscapers or not. I, I just don't know if it's still in the market, but that used to be available. And it wasn't a surefire cure either. But yeah. I would baby the trees for as long as I could just to see if it isn't. It could be just the stress of, of the uh, late spring weather. I, I, I'm seeing stuff like that on all sorts of shrubs. Haven't oh, yeah. you, John, had people yeah. come in with their, oh, I have this 20-year-old uh, whatever, barberry or something. It leafed out. Now all the leaves are black. So I don't think that it's susceptible. It certainly isn't susceptible to fire blight. But, um, yeah, it's just been that kind of a spring. I, wow. it, but to have it really diagnosed, don't you think you'd, t John, take it to the plant clinic? I, I think so. I mean, I think that is your best route uh, other than uh, okay. you could have certainly a certified arborist come and check yeah. it out, but uh, easy right. enough for you to, to University of Illinois has uh, what they call the plant clinic and, uh, you know, they'll ask you to bring some samples of of your leaves Clippings. and, and yeah. whatever. Uh, I think it's a really minimal fee. Yeah, it's 20 or $25, right. something like that. You take a sample. It's an easy-to-get-to office on campus, but it's the only way to sure, the surefire way to know. They do ab, you know, the analysis right. of the tissue to see what's going on. And if it isn't fire blight, then yay, you can just baby it and, and maybe get something around, right. you know, sure. pull it around. But I, yeah. for something like that, I'd sure make the effort to do that yeah. and know for sure. Right. It's just, uh, I, I mean, I'm really, really sad because oh, I bad. Mm -hmm. yeah, made that's... this tree and nurtured it, and it's done, I mean, people 
drive by and say, that is the most gorgeous tree. And sure. I thought that I'm yeah. going to have to cut it down. It just breaks my heart. Well, I, I would, before I did anything else, I think I'd certainly get it uh, diagnosed D- definitively, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people right. can. I, they're not to say that there aren't good arborists out there who can look at something and say, "Yeah, that's what this is," because right. you can. But before I cut something right. like that down, I'd want to know definitively that that's what it okay. is or not, because you might be able to save it, and that would be awesome. Oh my gosh, I would give anything. The other question <laughs> I have is my barberry bushes, which um, are full grown, uh, have been here well since we moved into this house twenty years ago, and probably longer. They have been beautiful, and now they're all dying. Um, I mean, half the half the a week ago, half the bushes were dead. Now or alive. Now I'm looking at it now, and the bulk of the uh, Barbary bushes are dead. I mean, they've all dried up, and and I'm thinking, what happened here? I I, I just don't understand. <laughs> uh, is there some sort of a, a disease that is attacking barberries my neighbor or a good friend uh, next door neighbor i see that their barberry bushes are are doing the same thing that's interesting you're not even the first person today that said something to me about their barberries (laughs) really yeah it's just as we were just discussing earlier uh because of the the a couple of things have happened. We th- we think about last last summer. We had a really really dry summer, dry. and all the way into the fall. Mm-hmm. So over the winter, we actually didn't have a lot of precipitation, as far as rain or snow. And oh. when you have when you have a second happening, just like we just experienced another drought, just last you know the last couple of weeks, right. yeah, that's really stressful on plants. And, you know, hydration is really important. And depending on the areas, a lot of times, yeah, we think it's been, I've had these for years and they're beautiful. We we still have to think about hydration and fertilization right. to try to keep the plants as healthy as possible. And yeah. it can just happen really quickly, which unfortunately wow. sounds like it's, it is drought related. You know, uh, there Truly, I have had several people this week, um, the very same thing about, and it was barberries, and it, it, it sounds just exactly like what you're talking about. Now, I, I do know that barberries are, are somewhat susceptible to, to verticillium, which is a, a, a fungal issue, and that it's persistent in the soil, but uh, and it does it will eventually kill the plant, but um, that's probably not. It's it's just too widespread. The what I'm I'm hearing too many things about it. A 20 year old patch of barberry just all of a sudden succumbing to right. uh, that kind yeah. of a death. And I, I'm with John. I, I I honestly think a lot of issues right now are about the environment and hydration of the plant, and then getting getting. Uh, actually just a, a, a blast furnace in their face, you know. Mm, it, right. it just has been True. hot and sunny and uh, without yeah. enough and water in, in their system. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. And without them being able to acclimate, really, uh-huh. to the heat. Right? Yeah, it's just been very stressful. So my first inclination would be to go that way and not give up on them and just try to keep them hydrated and maybe right. um, uh, top dress with, with compost. I know I always say that, but it, it actually is almost a miracle worker, I think, uh, compost. So it's just a nice gentle fertilizer. It's it's natural and, and it really is a gentle thing to do for plants uh, and a small thing to do when, when you're thinking about, like you said, with your, your pear, it 
going away. It's like you really do grieve for those things. It's just it's just a really unfortunate oh, I mean, thing. I, yeah. Yesterday when I was told that there probably is nothing that can be done, um, uh, I, I, I just cried. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. Um, oh, uh, yeah. I would have too. That's pretty devastating. Yes, uh, it is. It is very stressful to to lose things like that, especially when it means yeah. so much to you and all the people that drive by your house. You know. Yeah. It is right. going to be uh, just a loss for you, but a loss for a lot of yeah. people. So. Right. And well, I, I, I think planted, I, I, um, variegated hostas all around the base. There must be eight oh. of them, and they're just exquisite. Uh, the whole the whole scene, and it's my front yard. And then, of course, I have four barberry bushes uh, on, on the side. And so my whole front yard is just being decimated by sure. I don't know what. What kind <laughs> so of watering uh, habits do you have? Or do you have an irrigation system or a hydration system? We do have system? an irrigation system. Oh, God. Um, okay. For the, you know, the grass and the trees and the shrubs around the uh, light post. Uh, this, these, the barberry and um, another, I mean, it's really very well done uh our form form along the sidewalk to the walk to the house and i know near the sidewalk it probably gets even more heat um because of the Mm. cement yeah and they don't get as much water from the irrigation as the lawn does and i guess i just thought they've been here for so long i didn't exactly i didn't do what i should have with them and now i'm paying the price here <laughs> well I, so I, I sure I, wouldn't give up yet i i'd try to baby them yeah. as long as i could until the sight right. of them just if they don't recover and you just i can't look at them anymore right. i've got i've done that i've i've gone years yeah. putting off yeah. removing something I that i know should be removed but uh you know if you're hoping it would come back yeah because sometimes it is just a, a bad environment like we've had this has been a bad environment that's all period so well, i'm just looking at the base of them and i see a lot of green um yeah. so maybe yeah there's i don't know i'm exactly. just going to keep working at it my husband a little extra water a little extra um mulch yeah. compost yeah. okay compost is right. great yeah i i think barberries are are so resilient i think that you would probably have a good good chance that they'll you know regenerate okay. some leaves for you this year exactly okay well i um it's just you know that joyce kilmer poem there's nothing lovelier than a tree well, that's um, true <laughs> that uh, I think about that all the time and I I love I love this tree I mean I really really did I yeah. nurtured it from the time it was uh, a young tree and and it just it just I can't believe it happened so yeah. fast it's heartbreaking wow. well, it, it, I, I just wouldn't give up. I would. I would certainly get it diagnosed, and just to be absolutely yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's the yeah. thing we do when we when we don't want to lose something. Yeah. We do everything we can right. to for to true. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah for right. sure. I think that I think that'll be a good resource for you to try to to see okay. the best diagnosis as possible for you. All righty. Okay. Well, I appreciate your your input and your help and and. Um, I'm just hoping against hope that maybe we are sending plant clear. prayers your way. Yeah, Judy. good luck, honey. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Thank and let you us very know. Much. Yeah, I do. Yeah, call yeah. back in a little while, in a few weeks or and so. Let us know. Let us yeah, know how it's going. Great. Okay. 
Okay, I sure will. Okay. Thank you. Good. Thank you, Thank Judy. You. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens, and you can phone us at 356-9397. Let's go back to the phones where Bill from Rantoul is waiting patiently. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good morning. Uh, excuse me if the wind gets uh, interferes with my conversation or the geese. I'm out in the middle of the lake right now. But oh, nice. Gee, that's, nice. that's rough. <laughs> Where I'd rather be. <laughs> a comment is, and a, a question. Um, if you want it to rain, farmers are nine. I know they're needing rain. It's really spotty with these, these you know, the storms yeah. that come. And you may get it, you may not. Two suggestions. Water your lawn or your plants or wax and wash your car and leave it out and i guarantee oh for sure absolutely yep yeah and and you know i drive a convertible leave the top down when you leave it out oh yeah i I have a convertible and so after you wash it and wax it put the top down and set it outside i'm i'm on board with you excellent suggestions my question is is glyphosate or like roundup is the label i know you're uh you always warn us to read the labels. When I spray that stuff, I will uh, unloosen the nozzle so it just basically drops, low pressure, no wind, and it will seep out and kill grass a foot away from where I spray it. And I got lazy, not really surprising for me regarding <laughs> And didn't mulch, and I had sprayed some weeds around my uh, rose bushes, my uh, Julia Child, and it's it's through. And I am convinced that, I don't know what the label says, that it does seep through the ground and kills plants that you're not intending to. What does the label say on that? Well, I don't have a label in front of me, but I'm I'm almost positive it does not translocate in the soil. Um, that that's my understanding of reading the label yes so uh, you know i i when i spray stuff like that i actually try not to i i, I just let the weeds grow <laughs> anyway i when i spray i try to get as close to uh the plant that i'm trying to eradicate so that i don't accidentally let some spill over onto anything else which is very tricky business that can be really um a an achievement if you can make it happen. Uh, I I was just explaining to someone yesterday, when you've got weeds so close to something that you want to keep, um, even using uh, a barrier like a a piece of cardboard uh, to put in front of a a plant or shrub that you're not wanting to infect and spraying the weeds right next to it is probably a better way to do it. And then hold it there for just a moment after you've quit spraying. Mm. Because there will be, depending on the temperature, that'll hang in the air a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky business and you just have to be real careful with it. Yeah. I just experienced over a million years. just tells me that no matter what the label says, <laughs> it will seep through the ground and kill your plants. It just does. I just <laughs> had too many experiences with that. And like I say for years, I uh, didn't want to have to have a trimmer. So I would spray a little three inch, you know, right close to the ground where it couldn't possibly drift right next to the grass and a year later I have a uh, foot gap there. Oh wow. 
Wow. I know it was. I know it was a bad. What was so bad about this winter? It seemed like a mild winter to me, but every one of my uh, my butterfly bushes, my shrub roses, everything died to the ground this year. Well, you know, it wasn't such a bad winter. It was just a bad February and March, and then a little bit into April. But that seems to be. Uh, the case with a lot of things, and you were talking about your Julia Child. All of my shrub roses died back to. I I think I cut back to about one inch. Mm-hmm. My my roses, my, my uh, roses that are over five years old, certainly, and some of them close to ten, died back to the ground. Yeah, it's been a pretty consistent with almost everybody you talk to about roses, especially, and and I would would gather that butterfly bush would be the same. I, I've category. heard that a number of times this week. Oh. Uh, it, it wasn't. It was a fairly mild winter, but when we had we had three weeks of extended below oh. zero temperatures, mm-hmm. and that's really brutal. That was that was tough. And really, yeah. we didn't. We had just some snow toward the end, yeah. but it was a fairly dry yeah. winter. Wasn't exactly. It? Yeah. So it was, it was just a, a bunch of things yeah. added up, yeah. which really made it a lot of things like that susceptible. But budlias are a subshrub, so they they die back pretty routinely anyway but um boy if you didn't do any mulching up over them then yeah they probably died right back to the ground i i've heard that many times this this last couple of weeks about mm. people's budlias in their gardens so you're not alone the amazing thing is uh, my one shrub rose is uh, the first yellow shrub rose my mom she passed about three years ago she loved yellow roses so i yeah. put a yellow rose out there shrub rose because they're basically foolproof and of course it's not near as nice, uh, deep as color as a Julia Child, and it, of course, it, it you can't, well, you couldn't kill it with Roundup. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard. <laughs> my Julia Child's are gone right now, and I'm kind of contemplating going and try it again. I, I miss them, you know. They're so so beautiful when they uh, yeah they when bloom. they bloom. The, the yes. color that deep kind of buttery color is just. It's a great plant, but I think sometimes it's just like hibiscus. When they go to, a, if you buy the original color of hibiscus, they seem to be so much hardier than the ones, the hybrids that they they develop a better color. They just don't seem to have the staying power as some of the original colors. Hmm. Is that true on the hibiscus? I, I haven't heard that kind of um, issues with it, the fee- that kind of feedback, but um, sometimes that's true in, in some um, genre. Uh, hybrids can be a little less vigorous, but I, I think there's plenty of vigor in, in the hibiscus. I, I am just blown away by some of the plant material I've seen in hibiscus this year. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. We didn't get it. And finally they started coming in last week, the hibiscus. We've got a great selection yeah, right now. They're, they're, they're just beautiful. And and some of the colors are, are just great. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Just I such know. huge flowers. What a statement. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, was that are. it, Bill? Does that help? That's it for today. You enjoy your boat ride. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kidding and enjoy being out on the lake. Fishing is great. Catching is really poor right now. (laughs) Awesome. Good for you. Enjoy. And thanks for calling in. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. And Cindy has been waiting patiently. Good morning, Cindy. Hey, Tamara. At first, I want to apologize because I made a joke uh, about four shows ago, and I think it was really rude. So I wanted to apologize to you <laughs> about. It's completely I mean, I, forgotten. I did it. I, I I thought about it later, and I've just been like, I, I'm sorry. That was 
you know, it's like well, see how, a joke. See how on point we are. None of us got it. I know. Hey, okay. Honey, it, if it came from you, I knew it was a joke. Don't worry yeah. about it. You know, sisterhood is strong, so sometimes we got to admit. Yeah, anyway, amen, um, girl. <laughs> so I wanted to say, um, you guys are talking about the watering. People think I'm nuts, but, well, of course, you know, I'm not disputing There's that, that possibility? But, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. But I water no matter what. You can hear the thunder, and I water. Lived through all my life, 53. And it's, you know, they make the joke about wait 10 minutes and the weather will change. I mean, uh, wait 10 minutes and the forecast will change. That's absolutely. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So they'll be like, why are you watering? It's going to have a big storm. Well, so what? Then the rest will drain yeah. off, and yeah. my plants will be watered. So, so I just wanted to throw that so out wait. there. That's okay. So it sounds like your garden is better than my garden because yours is hydrated. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I, without pointing fingers, I will. I will say that yes. my has been used quite frequently. Uh, just, just <laughs> boast. Be proud of your garden. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. Good, okay, awesome. well, Good let, for you. I'll let, okay. Well, take care. I just wanted to tell you that. That's too funny. That's great. Cindy, you're awesome, honey. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 356-9397. Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. John from Decatur is standing by. Good morning, John. Good morning. Uh, I may have my answer already, but I'm going to say this by anyway, just from listening so far. Uh, I sent you a text message with a picture of a rose of Sharon, and uh, half this bush is died is that kind of the winter like what you talked about before yeah you know what john i've heard that story that one also rose barberry budlia rose of sharon it, it was just a hard winter on them rose of sharon's though what i would do is go to the the part the part of your bush that doesn't have didn't leaf out and scrape the bark with your nail and see if there's any green under it um sometimes I, I think they're, they're, they may have more of a propensity to not do the weather so well. <laughs> I'm not saying they're less vigorous or anything, but close. Um, I just checked I to, to make one, sure. Yes, I went to one of the limbs and, and like, tried to break it to see if it was dead. Right. There'll be, uh, uh, you know, a little, little limber there, like it's not it's dead. It's still supple, that yeah. Part, but there's little leaves coming from it. Um, but, but but half that bush is all real looks real good coming out. We just I don't know. It's been such a good bush. It's, wow. Well, I I wouldn't give up on that either. If if you still if the stems are still supple, would yeah, I I think I I would uh, and and go ahead and and scrape on the bark to see if there's you know if it, it'll show if it's green underneath. You know, it might be just coming out a little bit later. They they tend to come out really late anyway. Yeah, they do. So so. Uh, Maybe That's not give up on it yet. Okay, and, and if it isn't, should I cut it all the way down to the root? Hmm. I, I'd cut it down. If, if if you find that it's not leafing out very soon, then I'd go ahead and cut it back to the soil surface. I wouldn't go down into the soil, but cut it back that far. And that might stimulate new growth from uh, under the soil surface. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Good luck. You're very welcome. Yeah, good luck with that, John. 356-9397. Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. So you have a deal right now on knockout roses that uh, you get. Um, 
they're only nine ninety seven. It's a gallon size. Yeah. Okay, I'm, you've got it 17 centimeters. And I'm like, I don't remember the yeah, metric well, that's, system. You know, that's, that's the industry. Sometimes they, they decide to you know use the metric system on containers. Thank, okay, thank so, you. So it's a so one-gallon pot. It's about pot. a one-gallon pot. Yeah. Okay, of knockout roses. Yeah. Wow, only 9.97. Keep you on your toes, Tamara. That's great. But you know what? When we were just talking about the shrub roses earlier, there's finally, uh, there's a new one that's out and it's called at last at last at last it's out it's uh <laughs> it's actually this really pretty peach color oh my gosh it's it's gorgeous i bought three of them and i don't even do roses very much i mean i i had a couple of, of knockouts in my yard uh -huh. like the ones that died back yeah it's just a beautiful peachy color oh. but they look don't you think they look like david austin roses they're yeah, just they, they're the not, petal configurations are yeah. just so beautiful they're not just a double they're a full double like those English uh, David Austin roses that we we have kind of carrying now, peony like or cabbage like. Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. And fragrant. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, it's uh, uh that's proven winner selection. Yes, it's a proven yeah. winner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, regular price thirty four ninety nine nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, right after I buy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. sorry. You laugh. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Barbara standing by. Good morning, Barbara. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Um, I've we've got some new little bar, um, boxwood bushes, and I need to know for sure how much to water them and how often. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you just planted them recently? Yes. Okay. About and what, two weeks what ago. Size, okay, two weeks ago. So what size uh, container was it uh, considered a uh, one-gallon or three-gallon size? One-gallon. One-gallon. One gallon. Okay. Okay. So my rule of thumb is, and I don't know about everybody else, but here's I, what... I hear a bucket coming on. Here's what I tell Here's what I tell I'm going to tell you. Uh, so either measure, if, if you want to water with your hose, I say that you need to put at least one gallon of water, because that's the size of your root ball, at least once a week to make it... Not, and, not and, more often than that. So, so we watering... Didn't, we, we, we thought maybe once every day or every other day or something. So, so water thoroughly that much water you know some people want to water take the hose and water you know for five minutes you know every day well what's happening you're getting just the surface maybe one or two inches down of the surface wet but you're not getting all the way down to to the whole root system so okay. if you want to water with the hose maybe time it out and see you know fill up fill up a a container that's one gallon you know it maybe it's uh -huh. going to take 10 minutes or 15 minutes so that way you'll know that you're getting that much water on it exactly yeah and, and new plantings are it's very very important to keep new new plantings hydrated especially in this kind of weather oh yeah especially so doing that at like john said at least once a week but in this kind of weather it might even consider doing it two or three times a week yep. okay and Come fall, do we need to protect those small plants some way for the winter? And if so, how do you do that? 
So, so the best protection is making sure that they're watered or hydrated all the way through. You know, if if we're gonna have, you know, depends on who knows when we're gonna have the first frost, but we're still gonna water a new planting all winter long. In case we don't have rain or snow, yeah. you know, maybe you're out there when it's, maybe it's February and it hasn't rained or snowed a lot. I would consider putting some water on those. But going into the winter, you want to make sure it's you've watered well and mulched well. Mulch keeps moisture around the root zone, which is incredibly important. And a boxwood, which is a, a broadleaf evergreen, if you feel like it's it's not you're not going to be able to water like you should during the winter time, which isn't nearly as often as it is this time of year. But still, if you think you can't get out to do that, use an anti-desiccant on your on your plant. It's it's a, a spray that uh, you put on your plant that actually holds the moisture in the leaves. Hmm. So there's okay. there's ways to protect your plants, certainly. Okay. Thank you very much for your help. Yeah, You're very well. Enjoy welcome. those plants. Yeah, I love yeah. boxwoods. I do, too. Good yeah. luck okay. with those, Barbara. Yeah. Three five Thank six you. nine three Bye. nine seven. Thank you, Barbara. Have a good weekend. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. While I have a chance, I have to mention these... Uh, Stars and Stripes trays uh-huh. that are only a dollar ninety-seven. Really? Yes. That's way too cute. I know, isn't it? So if you have uh, celebrations coming up, you know it's great for deviled eggs, cookies. Or can I come over? Buns <laughs> out. So is that your uh, Fourth of July party when we're invited? Exactly. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Right. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but yeah, only a dollar ninety-seven. That's just that's great. That's, that's really very cool. So I, I love that, you, that. I love that you come and shop because I never get to do that. I don't. I don't go through the store and shop. <laughs> My husband doesn't. But thank he you. That's all right. <laughs> no. I just. It's so cool to see that. I, I two bucks for that. That's just incredible. Yeah. That's, and it's just as cute as it can be. It has um, white stars on a blue field that go all the way around the edge of it, and then red and white stripes in the center. It is really cool. Yes, it's a nice rectangular celebratory. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say What's that about a foot. Just oh, no, 14. just over a foot. I'd say 15 inches, maybe. Maybe 15 by 10, 16. Ish. Yeah. Okay. Nice little tray. And yeah, and and even if you're gonna, it, it's inexpensive. If you need another tray, yeah, it's only a dollar ninety-seven. So do we? Do, don't I have any more specials outside than than the euchre? Was that it? Well. <laughs> Is that it? The perennials? Well, so so uh, you could talk about your perennials a little bit if you want. Just some of the early season things uh, we, we had, may have marked down a little bit. Yeah. So what, what is it you were pestering me about yesterday? I forgot. Already, see? <laughs> <laughs> you guys. So we have we have um, nice little, what are those, a half gallon, the square, blue square uh, perennials, a half oh, gallon? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for five ninety seven. Absolutely. There's still a nice selection. So plenty of heuchera and coreopsis, too, the, the most popular. A few other perennials mixed in there. Echinacea. Echinaceas, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Rebecchias, yeah, yeah. 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 There's just a, a bunch of, of really nice plants right now mm-hmm. and then um, a few gallons of coreopsis and echinacea right. or coneflowers yeah. that are 1097 yep. right okay yep. yeah. so they're they're selling down really well but i've still got a few out there so but but it's nice that that those are just kind of fills fillers oh yeah you want a mass of coneflowers this that's the way to do it six yeah. bucks a plant sure yeah. fabulous and nice colors i mean it's not yeah. just like a you know the the Echinacea rubra, um, 
purple yeah, cornflower. Purple, purple, it's not just yeah. purple cornflower. It's it's the colors. It's the strong orange. There's a beautiful yellow. And there's a great white. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. White swan, is it? And Cleopatra is that yellow. That's just beautiful. And beautiful. butterfly kisses. Ah. It's a shorter one. It's uh, about a foot and a half tall. Anyway, th- there's just beautiful. there's just a nice selection of uh, perennials that are on sale. So, yeah, this is the time to do it right okay. now. Okay, terrific. So, John and Marianne, anything else we need to cover? Just real quick. Calibricos yeah. and petunias. Buy to get one for a penny. That's right. And then heucheras save 30% off and special buy. Select full flats of flowers for only $11.88. Just a few of the deals that they have out here at Prairie Gardens. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our experts have been Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver. Our executive producer is Blake Landa. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend and happy gardening.